again. This is Richard Spangler with Lions Voice Ministries, and we're continuing our study of the Constitution of the Kingdom. We're in Part 9, Article 7, and it's Matthew 7, 15-23. Now, this section uh, starts off with saying, Beware of false prophets who come to you dressed in sheep, but they're inside, they're devouring wolves. This is a very important scripture to look at, and it says to know them by their fruit, recognize them by their fruit. And don't people do not pick grapes from thorns, nor figs from thistles. Every healthy tree, a good tree, has good fruit, of, uh, uh, and is worthy of it. And a sick tree, a decaying tree, bears worthless fruit. Uh, a good tree cannot bear bad fruit, and a bad fruit tree can't bear good fruit. And uh, every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and cast into the fire. Therefore, you will fully know them by their fruits. This is very important when you're dealing with uh, people who come and say, I'm a prophet. Check out their fruit. Make sure what they're telling you lines up with the Word of God, first and foremost. Make sure it lines up in the Spirit, in the realm of the Spirit. If it comes with condemnation and guilt, they're, they're the wrong spirit. God's spirit is love. He brings correction in love. Never condemnation. Never guilt. Never wrapping you up in legalism and in laws and in rules and regulations that take away your freedom to flow with God or to have a relationship with Him. The very most important thing about this is that you have to have a relationship with the Lord. You have to know the Word of God or else you're going to be susceptible to these false teachers and prophets. And God will give you discernment to discern whether it's the spirit of man, whether it's the spirit of God, or whether it's the spirit of the enemy. The ones that use tarot cards and use mediums and all those, those are obvious. Those who are new age, those are obvious. Um, but the one who comes to you and says, I have a new revelation from God. You've got to follow me. It's, going to, it's in addition to the Bible. Run. Don't hide. Get away from them. Go the other way. The, the, in, in the church, I've heard it many times from people who have said, Oh, the, the prophet came to town. This prophet came to town. And he prophesied over me. I'm to marry my, marry my pastor. And my first question to them is, your pastor married? Yeah, he's married, and he's got a lovely wife, but he's supposed to divorce. I'm supposed to wait for him to divorce his wife, and then he'll marry me. And I've even had some say, I'm praying for his wife to die so I can marry him. Wrong. Wrong spirit. Unbiblical. I mean, you need to repent. You need to reject that word. And ask God to bring a godly man or woman into your life that you can marry. Because it happens both ways. It happens when the pastor's a man. It happens when a minister's a woman. People, will, Men will come after the women and women will come after the men. And it's not right to destroy a marriage because someone told you that you're to marry them. That's not biblical. And there's all sorts of things that happens with that type of fruit and the destruction that it sows. Also, if someone comes at you and says, well, uh, I'm a prophet, uh, send me $50 and I'll send you a prophecy. And then you send, them a prof you send them the money and they come back and they give you this general prophecy and say, if you want more, a more detailed prophecy, send me 70, 75 additional dollars. And then they send you send that and they send you a little bit of prophecy of a little something else. In it. And then they go, well, sit for, for a more detailed in-depth prophecy that I can hear from the Lord for you. Send me $100. Don't do it. 
run from these people. Take that letter, shred it. Get off of their mailing list. Don't have any contact with them. They are not true prophets. They are wolves in sheep's clothing coming to fleece you, coming to destroy you and your finances. If somebody's on television saying, you've got to send me your first fruits to be blessed for the year. You've got to send it to my ministry, to me, and I will pray God will run from them. God says he wants cheerful givers. He doesn't want us to give out of compulsion. He doesn't want us to give out of, uh, of what we can get. We're to give cheerfully. If someone blesses you, give to them. If, someone, if God tells you to give to somebody, give to them. By all means, do it with a loving, cheerful heart, and God will bless you for it. The scriptures are full of blessings. But when someone's trying to get you to do it out of compulsion, they're a false prophet. And you need to run. You don't, be, you don't need to eat that fruit because it'll make you sick. I, I think I've said enough on that. Now to go to the rest of the scriptures here. It says, but not everyone who says, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. We're picking up on verse 21. And, but he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say to me on that, Lord, do we not prophesy in your name and drive out demons in your name and do many other works in your name? And I will say openly to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who acted wickedly, discarding my commandments. The key here, people can do a lot of things. God will use a lot of people and they not really know him. God can use a person to give you a word. God can use a person uh, in, in any number of ways. Remember, he used a donkey with Balaam to get Balaam to do what was right. Sadly, Balaam the prophet, his, his overwhelming desire for money, he went and fought against, was paid to fight against Israel and died. Think about that. He just never got right. The fact is, many there are people in church who come there and they're looking. Again, they're, they're wolves in sheep's clothing. If you want to go back up, they may not be prophets, but they're looking for business. They're looking to take your money. And they say, I'm a, I'm a Christian. I run a Christian business, whether it's a car or insurance or investments or anything else. They, I run my business, but yet when you define, when you go in, you find they are they may be Christian on Sunday, but Monday through Friday, they're nowhere near a Christian. They run their business like a, like a secular, worldly business in the worst sense of the meaning. Be careful of those people; have nothing to do with them. They got the reward. Scripture says they've got the reward. And he says, and God's going to say, I, you, I never knew you. You never had a heart for me. You never loved me. You never had a relationship with me. So it doesn't matter if someone comes to you and gives you a prophetic word or drive out demons or, 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 or lay hands on the sick. If they, God will use people to do those things, even when they're not right. But God will also give them opportunities to do right in their business, in their personal lives, in every way. That is the call of God. That is the call of God. Don't let them pull you down and destroy you and then and then have the Lord say, I never knew you, because that's what's coming to them. An exa another example of this is the politician who at election time stands up and says, I love God. I love the church. I love the Holy Bible. I'm a Christian. I'm a believer. And then after they're elected, they turn around and do the exact opposite. Ungodly, unbiblical things. 
they vote and pass legislation that are un that's ungodly and unbiblical and their life is one of unbiblical practices and then the next election cycle comes around and they come to you saying vote for me i'm a christian and the whole thing starts over again and you listen to them and you vote for them you're being deceived these people don't know god they know of him and when it's election time and they want something they come to you and they come to God and say, God bless me. God do this for me. I trust God. I love God. But the next two years, the next six years, the next four years, they have nothing to do with God. They pass legislation that's an abomination in the kingdom of God. That's totally against God. And they stand up and say, we're doing what God says for us to do. No. Take a look at the fruit. Here we are with fruit again. Fruit is the key. Lifestyle is the key. If they're not living a life of holiness and righteousness, if they're, if they're deliberately and with great forethought voting against things that are of God and voting for things that are not God, folks, we need to put our actions our, with our words. If we've got somebody like that and we've been we voted for them in the past say god help me to vote for the right person ask god to give you wisdom ask god to give you wisdom in dealing with businesses and dealing with people and dealing with that person says oh i'm a christian i'll, I'll do this i i've run into many of them and then you get into a business deal with them and you you want to run the you want to run the other way but you're kind of stuck Believe me, I've seen it over and over again. Now, there are wonderful business people. There are wonderful politicians. There are wonderful people who are doing the right thing. And those are the people we need to support. But these folks, these folks who come at you and say, uh, Lord, Lord, who call on the name of the Lord only at the time when they want something or when there's a trouble or disaster, it's time to run the other way. It's time to look at their fruit and say, look at their fruit. Don't judge the person. Just look at their fruit. Look at what they're doing. Look at the destruction they're sowing. Into you or into your nation or into your church or into your family. Those are the ones that come and cause the most trouble. They are the ones that are most destructive. And the heart of God is not in them. They're looking out for themselves. And we have many a politician who's run, who runs a campaign, and then they suddenly start out and as a small part, and the next thing you know, they know nothing of God. They're voting against God, and they're taking money for their votes. Figure that one out. I'll let you figure that one out on your own. But the fact is, we have to stand up and say, "You're not. You're not standing for the for the word of God. You are not." doing what's right in his eyes, and we can no longer vote for you. And I know that might be hard. It doesn't matter if they're Republican, Democrat, Green Party, New Party, E Party, F Party, whatever party. If they are not doing what's right, if they are, print, if they are not lining up with the Word of God, we don't need to vote for them. We need to have a change. We have an opportunity to vote for righteousness. We have an opportunity to vote for righteousness every day in who we do business with. 
we have an opportunity to look at their lives, to look at what they're doing, and let our, let our votes speak, our feet do the walk-in to places that will, that will do right. An example of this is uh, when Disney was founded. It was founded as a family-oriented business, and it's gone so far woke now. And I know this might stir some people up and make them mad, but I'm sorry. This is the example. They've gone so far woke that they're trying to influence our children in this wokeness and in this uh, and in these uh, things that have come out of that. And they are changing their rules and regulations, so you don't know if that's a girl you're talking to or a man in that costume. So, you know, I've made the, I, I love Disney World. I love going there, but we're not going anymore. That's just me personally. You have to make that decision for yourself. Disney Plus is going by the wayside because they are promoting ungodly values. They're promoting ungodly things. And there are businesses that we do business with. Some of them we have to do business with, but we can minimize what we do, how, who we do business with, who stand for ungodliness and unrighteousness and they refuse to change again there's our call to stand for righteousness to look at the fruit and go this is not good it's bad fruit i'm not going to give it to my family i'm not going to go bad buy bad let's look at it this way if i went to the grocery store and i was in the grocery store and they had fruit sitting out that was rotten and smelly i would not buy it would you would you bring that home to your children to eat? Or for you to cook and eat yourself? You know, if it was meat and it was bad, would you, would you bring it home and cook it? Pay for it? No, you wouldn't. That's the example here. You, you being good would not do that. So how much more are we supposed to do it for the king, in the kingdom of God? If it's bad fruit, don't vote for it. If it's bad fruit, don't buy it. That's all I'm saying. Look for the good fruit. Look for the person. Look for people and businesses who are doing things in a righteous way. Who are promoting righteousness. Who are promoting, if you want to say family values, family values. Traditional family values that were biblical values. Our constitution was founded on the biblical principles that I'm talking about here. And I would highly, highly recommend that you go back and read the entire Constitution of the United States and the ten, the the Bill of Rights, the ten first, the ten first ten amendments, all of that combined will show you where our nation lies, where our nation came from, and how it's established in righteousness. They didn't have it right. Nobody does. No one's perfect. They had the, those guys had problems. They still had slavery, even though. They made compromises that caused the Civil War, that caused that perpetuated racism in our nation. And it also perpetuated keeping women down. Even though um, Abigail Adams, the wife of John Adams, said, don't forget the women. We, we, we're equal with you too. We should have our right to vote as much as any. She pushed for it and they didn't do it. We paid the price for years. It's time it's time to say, okay, no more compromises. When you compromise, the enemy wins. You need to stand for righteousness. You need to stand for holiness. You need to look at the people who are wolves and say, you're a wolf. I'm not doing business with you. Or saying, your deeds don't line up 
Um, I'm praying for you, but I can't go there anymore. I know this is, has been a hard message, but it's part of the Constitution of the Kingdom. It's calling us to be aware, to be alert of what's going on, and just to look at the fruit. And don't take decaying, rotten fruit to your family. Don't give it to your family. And if you've dealt with a wolf and he's got you in his clutches, pray that God will rescue you. Ask God to show you a way out. And let's pray. Father God, we come before you, Lord. I don't come asking people to judge. You judge, God. Lord, but you show them who is a devouring wolf, who is one who is the false teacher, the false prophet. Lord, let them, each person, God, I pray, will have knowledge of the word of God and a knowledge of your relationship with you and your spirit. Lord, they will walk in your spirit and they will know, they will know what is good, what is right, what is holy. And Lord, when we know the truth, when we study the truth, when we become so familiar with the truth, we immediately know the counterfeit. We immediately know what's true and what's not true. Lord, help us to have that, Lord. Help us to seek your face, to seek after you, to walk with you, to know you, and to know your word. And Lord, as we do that, we will know those that don't bear good fruit we will know the wolves who come to devour we will know a healthy fruit from a pet from a from a bad fruit and we will know those who don't know you who are among us and who say lord 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 god we thank you for your giving us this revelation we thank you for giving us this time together and lord i just pray that everyone will be filled with your spirit your revelation knowledge your wisdom your discernment lord all the gifts and the fruits of the spirit flowing in their lives in your love your passion overflowing them in a mighty and powerful way overflow them god and lord god we thank you for each one listening in jesus name amen and amen now for those of you who'd like to support this ministry you have two ways to go about it First of all, I have two books on Amazon.com. You can type in my name, Richard L. Spangler, and they'll both come up. The newest one is The Covenants in the Fire, talking about the fire of God and the passion of God through the ages and the covenants that they brought about it. The other one is called Adventures in the Spirit. It's a series of prophetic visions um, given to me over a few mu- uh, many years ago, and it's been written down for you to, to be blessed by. And also, if you'd like to give directly, you can do that through the, through the Cash App. And just go, uh, the Cash App has, um, my Cash App is um, dollar sign, R, capital R, I-C-H, capital S-P-A-N-G. And it has my picture there, and I'm wearing a a blue or purple shirt, and got gray hair and glasses. So, (laughs) you know, and um, if you'd like to give, that's fine. And I, I will pray for you to be blessed. I pray for you to be blessed every day. And again, thank you for listening to this podcast, and thank you. And I pray this teaching, again, I pray that this teaching will bless you, that it will show you, that it will spark something in you to stand for righteousness, to do what is right and holy in God's sight, and to work, to look at people in that perspective, who you do business with, who you allow speak into your life, look at their fruit. And if the fruit is not holy, not righteous, not love, not peace, not freedom, 
run. <laughs> Amen. God bless you. Till next time. Bye-bye.